Hello, and welcome to the God's Almighty Podcast. Today, your hosts will be Abul Islam, Gus Dyer, and Brian Moss, and famous Egyptologist, Dr. Gordon Hickman. Hi, thanks for having me be here. We will be diving into and discussing ancient Egyptian religion and their deep beliefs in the gods. Ancient Egypt was a civilization in northeast Africa concentrated along the Nile River. It was a very advanced civilization for its time, inventing many technologies and traditions. The civilization is separated into three periods, the Old Kingdom, the Middle Kingdom, and the New Kingdom. Not to start discussing the interesting stuff, the gods. First, our interview will start with Ra. Take it away, Dr. Hitman. Thank you. It's great to be here. So Ra was a sun god and creator of the universe. He ruled everything, including the gods, sky, earth, and underworld. He is the creator of humans, and it is said that his sweat and tears created them. He was said to create everything by uttering a true name. He also had a cult that worshipped him and sacrificed bulls for him. Thank you, Dr. Hickman. Moving on to the next god, Amun-Ra. Amun-Ra was the chief of the gods. In the early days of ancient Egypt, Amun-Ra was worshipped as two separate gods, Amun and Ra. Amun being the god who created the universe, and Ra, one who was the god of the sun and light. The two merged into Amun-Ra in the New Kingdom between the 16th and 11th centuries BCE. Now, Thoth. Thoth was an Egyptian god of writing magic and the moon. He was one of the most important gods of ancient Egypt. One of Thoth's Egyptian names was Dihuri, he who is like the Ibis. The Ibis was a connection to Thoth, a bird in ancient Egypt associated with wisdom. Let's talk about one of the more famous gods, Anubis. Anubis was the god of science and modification. He was also the guardian of scales used to weight the hearts of dead souls. He was very important to the Egyptian because he was the god of the dead. Anubis was worshipped for two things the most, the gods and the dead. Both Anubis was the god of the dead and underworld, not with the goddess of the sky and all heavenly bodies. Wife and brother of Gab, she would have four children, Osiris, Set, Isis, and Nephthys. Ra didn't want this to happen, but with the help of Ba, she was able to give birth. Noah was also originally the goddess of the nighttime sky, but eventually grew to the sky goddess over time. And now, from the heavens back down to earth, we have come to Geb. Geb was the god of the earth and husband of Nut. He was feared as a father of the snakes, and over time became naturally associated with the underworld, fresh waters, and with vegetation. He had four children with Nut, Osiris, Set, Isis, and Nephthys. There has also been a theory that Geb is related to a divine creator goose, but it's since been proven false. Thanks, Gus. Those two gods go well together. Now let's discuss Osiris. Osiris was the ancient god of agriculture, the dead, resurrection to eternal life, ruler, protector, and judge of the dead. He was the first child of Nun Geb and brother of Nephthys, Set, and Isis, whom is his wife. He fathered Horus. His brother says believed to have murdered him and cut his body into many pieces. Isis later found all these pieces and put them back together to make a tomb for Osiris. Some legends also claim that Nephthys took the form of Isis and she and o- Osiris bore Anubis. Now, Dr. Hitman, can we discuss Osiris's wife? I certainly can. Isis was a major goddess in ancient Egypt that is the sister and wife to Osiris. She was the goddess of many things like magic, kingship, protection of the kingdom, wisdom, and a mother goddess. She is the mother of Horus. Please take a moment to listen to our advertisement. At that by now, crocodile. Fell off a date, calm. Tell yourself while she's in harm with Well, come on down to the medical temple of Isis and be healed by the priestesses of Isis herself in the famous place of worship. Come and see hundreds of interesting artworks and historical recreation. Plus, as a bonus, you can get your first appointment half off. Remember, if you get hurt, come down to see the priestess of the goddess of healing her yourself. The medical time of Isis. 
you get the best better than the rest. Now back to the usual program. Welcome back. Now let's get back to where we left off. Dr. Hickman, can you fill us in on Horus? Absolutely. The son of Isis and Osiris, Horus is also a major god in Egyptian culture. The pharaoh is considered to be an incarnated form of Horus and speaks through the god. Horus is the god of war, the pharaoh, the sky, and the sun and moon. Those gods are quite interesting. Yeah, absolutely. We know that the Egyptians worship these gods, but how? Well, Miss Desmond, ancient Egyptians are famously known for their temples and structures. These were created as a place to worship the gods of pharaohs. Within these structures, there are offerings to the gods to keep them happy. The Egyptians also practiced many festivities and rituals. The most common ceremony was the morning offering ceremony, where the highest-ranking priest, or occasionally the pharaoh, dressed the god's statue and made offerings. They also worshipped certain animals that they believed was the physical manifestation of certain deities. They used oracles to ask gods for guidance. They also used magic closely to religion. Even regular rituals were considered magical. Their methods certainly are unique. Their deep belief also intertwined with their daily lives, such as in agriculture. They used religion to explain natural events, such as the Nile's floods. They thanked specific gods for good fortune and harvest, even though the Nile itself was responsible for it. They personified this with the creation of the god Happy and was imperative to their survival. Don't forget that they use religion for medicinal purposes. Ancient Egyptians believed that demons and evil gods were responsible for many sicknesses. So treatments for such sicknesses often involve with the supernatural element, such as magic or a ritual to appeal to, the, to a deity. Not to mention that their society's social structure was heavily influenced by religion as well. Their structure was separated into different classes, and the organization was partially based on religion as well. This is best displayed with the pharaoh, who was head of religion at the very top. Also, priests ranked very high in this structure. Thank you very much for tuning in with God's Almighty. Today we discussed the ancient Egyptian deep beliefs in religion and gods, and how their beliefs intertwine with their everyday life. Special thanks to Dr. Hickman for giving us his insights and information. Be sure to tune in next time. We do a podcast every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have, Have a, a wonderful, wonderful day! day.